0: currently disrupting the 5 billion US meat snacks category with Biltong, one of the only differentiated products the category has seen in decades. The air-dried meat snack, which is made using a process that originated centuries ago in South Africa, is a better-for-you alternative to traditional jerky, with 50% more protein, zero sugar and zero additives. Strive is set to shake up the market even further by going public via merger with Andina Acquisition Corp and getting the healthier snacking message out to Americans through big-name private investors like actor Channing Tatum and NFL quarterback Justin Herbert. We speak to Jaxie Alt about the exciting developments. Jaxi. Firstly, the really big news, Strive is going public. Please, could you tell us more about the journey that uh, brought you to this place?
1: Right. So we, uh, over the last year, have been working to secure our third round of funding. And we were really looking in the private markets. And we were introduced to the leadership team at Andina and found really there was a great connection between what they were trying to do and our company, and that this was really the best path for us to go forward to secure the capital that we needed, both for working capital, our business is just exploding, Mm -hmm. and so we need a lot of working capital, as well as marketing, because we've got an amazing product, but our number one challenge is that most Americans do not know what Biltong is, unlike Uh you, who is from South Africa we've got a lot of education to do. So this was a way for us to quickly get the capital we needed to really be able to fuel the growth that we expect to come for this business.
0: Um, I read that you expect sales to grow more than 100% annually in 2021 and 2022. Where do you see this growth coming from?
1: There are several different places. So, first of all, is expanding distribution where we are. We've got some great distribution, but of course, we want to get a third SKU and a fourth SKU. So, you know, we're national with Sprouts. We are in 1,800 Walmarts. We are in 4,000 7 Elevens, but we want to get more SKUs where we are. But then, of course, new retailers. So, we are about to launch um, in 200 Targets, which we're, you know, we're absolutely thrilled about. We have Thrive Market coming online. And a big list of retailers that we have not gotten in yet. So that's you know a big growth opportunity for us. We're launching a new brand this year. We just launched it called Vaca Dios, which actually is a carne seca product. It targets the 60 million Hispanics okay. in the United States. So it's an air-dried meat product, just like Biltong, but it targets a Hispanic consumer. And then our e-commerce business is really the third piece of the puzzle here that is really a huge growth driver for us.
0: Fantastic. Well, let's go back to the beginning. Why Biltong? Where does that all come from?
1: It's the healthiest snack on earth and it doesn't exist in America, right? Right. Um, So our founders were looking for a really high protein, healthy snack to put into the marketplace and they discovered Biltong and they were shocked they had never heard of it because they thought they knew everything, right? Right. figured out pretty quickly there were only a few people that were making it in America. It was very, very small, and they said, oh my goodness, this has 50% more protein than beef jerky. There's no sugar. There's nothing artificial. This is a simple, clean process. It tastes amazing. Mm -hmm. This is a huge idea to truly transform the meat snack category in America, but ultimately uh, you know, a first step into building a truly like healthy snacking company. So they were amazed by Bill Tong, and that's one of the reasons I came here. I spent 17 years at Dr Pepper Snapple Group um, in CPG. I loved it there, but I was really wanting to work on healthier foods. And how often do you get to work on something that has never been seen in America? We're bringing something really new, and it is incredibly exciting.
0: Excellent. For those that don't know it, what is biltong?
1: Yeah, so it is a process of air drying meat. So in America, we eat beef jerky and beef jerky is meat and it's cut into squares and it's marinated. Um, usually in a very sort of sugary marinade, it's cooked and that's your beef jerky. With biltong, it's quite different. You take top round, you slice it into what we would call slabs or sort of looks like steaks. You tumble it in vinegar, you put some spices on it, and you air dry it. So it's super simple, it's super clean. Then you slice it up and you end up with a product that is a thinner, much thinner than beef jerky. So easier to eat, but incredibly healthier, you know, much healthier. And it's just an incredible product that I mean, we our business is exploding, and I just can't wait. We want every American household to know what biltong is
0: how are the americans accepting it
1: well you know health and wellness is such a massive macro trend in america and we also are a nation of snackers and people are looking for healthier snacks right so it's funny some of our consumers they can't even pronounce it they'll say bit long or something (laughs) like that right? right but when we tell them It's super high in protein. It has no sugar and nothing artificial. It is exactly what people are looking for. And it tastes great. A lot of healthy snacks, there's a taste sacrifice. So, yeah, I'm eating healthy, but it doesn't taste that great. I don't love this. I mean, biltong is truly delicious. South Africans, actually, they eat it because it's delicious and it's part of the culture. Like, it's not because it's healthy, right? Right. And so um, that's just a wonderful benefit. Where in America, it's sort of the opposite. It's like hey, we're bringing this to America. It is incredibly healthy. And by the way, it tastes great. I mean, it's paleo-friendly. It's keto-friendly. We actually, you know, biltong is a a sliced product, but you'll know the word drovores, which not many people in America will, but it's a, you know, it's a meat stick. So um, we make those as well. And those have a little fat in them, which people doing keto absolutely love. So our products absolutely, whether you were doing, you know, Whole30 or paleo or keto or just a low-carb diet, we fit in incredibly well with those.
0: And tell me, how is the skew towards plant-based products affecting the meat snacking sector?
1: So it's interesting, you know, meat snacks just absolutely continue to grow. I think plant-based is very real. So we're working on innovation. We have an innovation pipeline where we're working on plant-based. We're working with pea proteins and a few other things to figure out you know the right solution in jerky today there are some mushroom based products a few right. soy products um but i'll tell you them like the mushroom products they don't have any nutrition like yes they're they're vegan you know but they don't really have nutrition and so we're working on developing a plant based product that actually has far more nutrition than something like that cuz we want to put out something that's Really high in protein. Um, but it's interesting because I think most people are flexitarian. Right. You, yes, you absolutely have a group of vegetarians, but most Americans are they're trying to do better. And so, like, I know some some meals I don't have meat. Right. And so what we want to do is provide these wonderful meat snacks, but then also look at, you know, what's the plant based option here.
0: Right. Right. Excellent. So you're talking about a plant based biltong. That's certainly going to ruffle a few feathers in South Africa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Absolutely. But, you know, plant based is very real and it is a trend and it's what um, people are looking for. So we're absolutely working on a solution there too.
0: Strive recently acquired Kalahari Biltong. Please tell us more about this exciting development and the synergies you see between the two companies.
1: Yes. I mean, I could not be more thrilled. We acquired Kalahari in mid-December, and Kalahari is the number one built-on brand in the natural channel. So, Strive is number one overall. Kalahari was number two, but Kalahari was um, much more focused in the natural channel, where Strive was a little more mainstream. Strive was in 7-Eleven and Mm -hmm. was, is. Strive is in 7-Eleven and in CVS and Walmart. So with these two brands, we really have now an 85 share in the retail marketplace of Biltong. So we're really able to control the narrative um, about what Biltong is, the marketing of it, as well as production because um, we're vertically integrated. So we now make the Kalahari product and we can make sure that Americans get an amazing high quality product every single time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I believe that the world is America is big enough for multiple built on brands. The brands are positioned differently. The products are a little different. The flavors are a little different. Um, And so we really think together we can grow the built on category in an even bigger way, having both the Kalahari brand and the Strive brand in house
0: company has attracted attention from celebs like Channing Tatum what investors have you attracted and are you issuing a call for more
1: um, yes so uh, Channing Tatum is one of our celeb investors Justin Herbert who was the offensive rookie of the year this year um, plays for mm-hmm. Los Angeles Chargers he was as well um, I'm always any celebrities listening to this that want to be a part of this give me a call <laughs> I'm always <laughs> looking for more um, because awareness is our number one challenge and so That's what we um, absolutely love. And with both Justin and, and Channing, we, you know, talk to them and they are true believers in what we're trying to do. Our company, we're a built on company today, but what we really want to do is help America snack better. That's the mission we're on. And we wake up every day trying to do that. And so we're doing it today in meat snacks, and our goal is to, over the next few years, do that in other snacking categories, chips and crackers and all the other things that Americans snack on and make them healthier. And and Justin and Channing both have a deep-seated belief in that as well. So they're wonderful partners for us because they're not just, you know, a celebrity that you pay. They're actually investors in the business, and they believe in our mission, and I think that's really, really powerful.
0: How has the pandemic affected your business and the meat snack sector in the U.S.?
1: I'll tell you, last year was not easy. So when uh, when COVID hit, you know, we saw a massive change in shopping behavior. Overnight, people wanted to get in the store, get out of the store, not touch anything, and they really bought brands that they knew. So it was very difficult for a young brand like ours. You know, we used to do a lot of sampling in store. That ended overnight. So we had to pivot really quickly. We pivoted very well to e-commerce last year, and we really exponentially grew that business so that we could deliver it to people's doorsteps when they weren't wanting to go into the store. And then we worked with all of our retail partners to try to figure out you know, other solutions with their um, shopper marketing specific to their stores. What were the things we could do in a COVID world? Um, from, you know, their digital marketing platforms to, you know, I don't love IRCs, but we had to do some because we needed ways for consumers who were walking down the aisles, you know, see our product when they really just wanted to shop as fast as possible and get out. We've definitely seen, you know, we saw April, May, June, our velocities were down. We've really seen those return now that we're, you know, towards the end of February. We're almost coming up on that one year mark. Right. Um, and so we now um, the velocities are back up to where they used to be, which is great. And I think the other thing that really affected us is a lot of our retailers, you know, just said we're not going to reset this category this year. There's too much going on. So okay. several retailers we had hoped to get, you know, they just said, you know, we, we can't reset. And we're like, we got it. So that, again, the, the, the pivot to our own.com, and doing even more on Amazon was really important when we had some retailers that we were really hopeful and and thinking we were going to get in who just said, we love you, but come see us next year.
0: I read a report that Strive currently manufactures as an Oklahoma-based factory, one of the few licensed U.S. plants that are allowed to produce biltong, Why are there such restrictions on producing the snack in the U.S.? And what is involved in setting something like this up?
1: Yeah, so we are the only full grant certification from the USDA manufacturer of biltong in America. And it's because biltong's never cooked. And the USDA just didn't understand it. (laughs) So it took our chief manufacturing officer, he was... He um, is a South African, and he came to America about 15 years ago. And you probably have some friends like this who he was making biltong in his garage for and South nice. African friends and family, right? Yeah. And that business started to build and build. And he said, "This is my dream. I actually want to do this." So he started a brand called Brytime Time, which we now own. It's a it's a small brand loved by South Africans in America. Uh, yes, <laughs> but you you know what a bry is, right? It's like I a barbecue, do indeed. Right? Yes. Um, so he started it and he started the conversation with the USDA. And it actually took him 10 years to prove to the USDA that this was food safe and get a full grant certification. And no one had ever invested the money to build a Biltong factory because you can't just add it on to a jerky factory. It is a completely different process. Mm-hmm. And so, what our founders did was raise the money to actually build a factory so we actually built the factory first we have a factory that can do a hundred million dollars in production of biltong or air dried meat products Um, we're nowhere near that size yet right we're hoping this year to get to about 50 million in sales hoping we will i should say jill we will um but we still won't fill up that factory But that is, you know, really what makes us so different is that we're vertically integrated. And so we have a supply chain that is fast. We can innovate. We can serve our retail partners and our, you know, e-commerce consumers faster and quicker than anyone else can.
0: So please, could you tell me a little bit about BrightTime?
1: Yeah, so BrightTime is a brand that was built by Warren Paula. He's our chief manufacturing officer. He came to America about 15 years ago. He started making Biltong in his garage and that was his brand. And so when our founders discovered Biltong and went online, there were really only two brands in America. One was called Bright and one was called Biltong USA, very, very small. And so we actually bought both of those brands acquired that IP and that understanding of the USDA certifications. We brought those in house, then built a 55,000 square foot state-of-the-art factory and launched the Strive brand. And that's
0: how Strive was born. You've mentioned um, some new SKUs. Have you got any others
1: planned? Yes, we've got, you know, what's interesting, um, Jill, we launched Biltong Slabs last year on our dot-com platform and they exploded. Americans had never seen anything like it. And it's actually, I'm sure you know, the best way to get biltong is a slab and slice it fresh and eat it right there, right? So that is a huge percentage of our online sales and we are working, we've just launched that on Amazon and we're gonna be taking that to retail later this year. And, um, you know, it's really a charcuterie board type experience. So it elevates, you know, Americans aren't used to beef jerky is not an elevated foodie experience at all. Right. Right. So it really elevates the meat snack category and brings something totally new and different that Americans, you know, have really never seen. So that will be coming later this year to retail. We're working on some different sizes. We've seen moms actually love our product and giving our product to kids and kids actually really like it they're looking for high protein and how do i quit giving my kids these sort of high carb crackery type things that are processed and don't have a lot of nutritional value so we're coming out with some one ounce packages that are great for the snack drawer and lunches you know and some other things like that so we can really hit a variety of consumer occasions
0: your expansion strategy do you see yourself moving into new markets
1: Um, I think we will be very focused on the U.S. market for now. We do a little business in Canada. We do a little business in in Mexico. But I think, you know, where we're really excited about heading next is other snacking categories. So, you know, we are a meat snack company today, but we really see ourselves as a healthy snacking platform and as a healthy snacking company. So what comes next for us is, how do we make chips healthier? And how do we make crackers healthier? And how do we make cookies and nuts and all these things that Americans eat? How do we give more healthy, but great tasting snacking options to Americans so that we can really, you know, we hope, we believe that when people actually eat healthy, they are happier and they have a better life. And that's what we wanna try to help people do.
0: Where do you see the company in say five years from now?
1: Well, I, you know, I hope, Jill, I could be on this podcast with you and say, you know, we, we are a healthy snacking company. We're in multiple verticals. We want to be a billion dollar brand. Um, that's really the goal. And we most of all want to say we've had an impact on America and we can look I mean, It is so wonderful when we get emails or DMs or posts where people say, you know, I've struggled with my weight or I've struggled with healthy eating and your product actually has helped me and and I thank you for that. I mean, that is like, that's why I get up in the morning, right? That's why I come here and it's just a wonderful feeling.